It's show 22 of the RIM Pro Report. Today, Lori Palmer of Reb Storage Systems International. The news and a little bit more. Let's rack them and let's stack them. Welcome to the RIM, RIM, RIM Pro Report. The one and only weekly broadcast for the RIM support services industry. Bustling with news. Views. Here's what I believe. And the latest updates. That's just them. The show is full of interesting information. Stories. Yes. Important product and service reviews. Yes! And a cast of industry characters included. Yes! (laughs) Record center operators. Shred and destruction vendors. Media and electronic vaulters. Scanners and imaging providers. Take note, this show is for you. Now here's your host, Tom Adams. Well, here we are. It's the 22nd show. Can you believe it? This has been more fun than I could have ever imagined. You know, for the last 22 weeks, I've got to talk to many of the industry's most interesting and important characters, and I have loved it. And we are not even close to done yet. You can't keep this up. Don't you know what's going to happen? Yeah, Kramer. Well, you know, I think what will happen is I'm just going to do 22 more shows with some more incredibly interesting people from the industry. Uh, It's been so much fun getting to know so many people in in somewhat unique ways. And this show has given us the opportunity to do that. And that's been so much fun. I think I picked up on a vibe. Yeah, you did. I think, Kramer, you you did pick up on a vibe. As you notice, Cosmo Kramer's in the house today. And I'm I'm kind of having fun with Cosmo. He's he's kind of a little bit of a crazy one, but at least he's here. Yeah, you know what? I I am incredibly thankful. We're going into Thanksgiving week here in the United States and uh, first, let me say I'm thankful to you for listening to the show every single week, uh, downloading it on your iPod, streaming it via your laptop, just visiting uh, the RimProReport.com website and listening when you can. I know I've got so many emails from people that have uh, reminded me how certain episodes have really helped them and certain conversations I've had with people have been really beneficial in terms of of motivating them, learning something, gaining perspective. It's my hope that that's something that you continue to get as you listen to the stories and meet these really interesting and, um, you know, cool, wonderful people. Look at you. Why don't you do something with your life? (laughs) Sit around here all day. You contribute nothing to society. Well, I'm, I'm trying. I, I, you know, we only do the show once a week, Kramer, and I, I'm doing the best I, I can outside of this. So, yeah, I've got a job, but, you know, I love doing this show. And uh, I want to thank you again for being part of the show every week or at least every week that you can. I know uh, with the amount of stuff going on in each of our worlds, how busy it is out there. So I'm grateful that you're part of it this week. Uh, today, I'm excited because we have a legend on the show, Lori Palmer, who is been a fixture in this industry for almost 30 years. Uh, she is uh, a hero to many. She's a part of the industry. She is uh, on the board of Prism International. She attends so many conferences. She uh, has probably sold many of you in, in the audience that I'm talking to right now, racking systems for your operations. Uh, I get the opportunity to give her a call in a few minutes and talk to her about what's going on in her world and the cool stuff in her story. So, uh, yeah, that's, that is uh, really kind of cool. Oh, you stop it, man. You're freaking me out! 
I know, it's going to be that good, Kramer. And you know, as always, we're going to look at some of the highlights in the news from the industry this week. And you know, one more bit of information before we go to the news. Next week, uh, which is U.S. Thanksgiving, uh, we're going to take a break. It's the first break we've taken in 22 weeks, just a week to catch up. My amazing in-laws are in town, and we're going to go enjoy some time together this week, being thankful and enjoying uh, the time they have here with us. So um, hope you do that too. So take a break next week. Don't look to uh, to get a show next week. We're going to be off for the next week, but we'll catch you back here in a couple of weeks. All right. Oh, come on, man. Help a brother out. Well, you know, Kramer, Cosmo, I, if I can call you that, we, we all need a little break. Even Oprah takes breaks now and then. Hey, you know what? I think we should head over to the news. There's some good stuff happening in the news. this time, I'm trying not to be me. I'm afraid to face who I was. But I'm Cosmo, Jerry. I'm Cosmo Kramer. And that's who I'm going to be. From now on, I'm Cosmo. Cosmo, yes. Uh, Kramer, this is the news. We're doing the news right now. We're not reciting old, um, you know, old stories to Jerry. Um, as much as I know, you've enjoyed those. Hey, you know what? Uh, this is big news. I think I, I, I see it as big news. Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway recently announced the liquidation of its entire stake in Iron Mountain in a recently released 13-F regulatory filing. Uh, Buffett's conglomerate announced the liquidation of the entire stake in Iron Mountain as of September 30th. Hathaway had earlier in the year added 205,000 shares in taking its total IM holdings to $8 million, equivalent to about $182 million at present market rates. The sale of Hathaway, Berkshire Hathaway's position is an undeniably unwelcome development in Iron Mountain's management, but uh, you know that's that's interesting. I'm I'm you know Hathaway's been uh, or Buffett's Hathaway has been a solid investor in Iron Mountain for years, so I think that's interesting news. Hey, uh, Rhett and Marshall Stevens down in Tampa are expanding their facilities in order to meet the growing needs of their client base. Um, Stevens and Stevens is starting construction on a new 30,000 square foot addition to its current record center building in uh, Clearwater. So way to go, Rhett and Marshall. Good on you. That's great. Tom Simpson and the team at Confidential Security Corp, often known as CSC, have received the 2010 Outstanding Small Business Award for the Central Illinois area. Uh, this award that uh, they have won recognizes a local uh, central Illinois company with between one and 25 employees and uh, doing good work, integrity and ethics, and show growth in sales and jobs that have been in as a part of the community, adding jobs and have been around five years. So way to go, Tom Simpson and the team at CSC. Hey, a couple of days ago, U.S. President Barack Obama signed a proclamation declaring it America Recycles Day. This day celebrates the strides the country has made in recycling generally while highlighting the need for greater attention to addressing this growing thing, the electronic scrap area. So during the announcement, three federal government agencies, the CEQ, which is Central Environmental Quality, the EPA, Environmental Protection Agency, and GSA, um, General Services Administration say they have formed a task force under the Executive Order on Federal Sustainability, which will be charged with helping the federal government develop a plan to responsibly manage and recycle 
obsolete electronics. And what's interesting to me about that is it's another an- ancillary service that we should be and be aware of. Uh, it's not so much the the sort of front-end recycling part, the dirty part of it. It's the security part of it, which is critical in terms of the work that we're doing. So, hey, there is the news. I am going to get Lori Palmer on the line right now and looking forward to talk to her very shortly. <laughs> I am really pleased today to have Lori Palmer on the line. Lori is the Executive Vice President of Reb Storage Systems International. And uh, I am, you know, if there's anyone in the industry that, that has an inside scoop on what's going on, it's Lori. Lori, are you there? I'm here. Hey, Hi, Tom. Welcome to the RimPro Report. I'm glad to, really glad to have you here. I've been sort of waiting for this interview for a while. So you have been in this industry a long time. I think I announced a few weeks ago that you had been in 28 or 29 years. Yeah, that's kind of scary to say that over the line here, but 29 years, Tom. Wow, that's incredible. Um, so tell me the story. I, I, I remember, I've seen on, your, the, on the video on your website uh, I think uh, Mike Jerzykowski from Chicago Records said uh, a, a little girl named Lori um, walked into their their office 29 years ago and tried to sell them some rack. But tell me tell me a little bit about your story with Reb. Where, how did you get there? How old were you at the time? And sort of what what was the genesis of of your involvement in this industry? Well, I'm not going to give you an exact age because then two and two puts together how old I am. Okay. Let's just say I was still in the teen years. Okay. Um, started working for Reb, and at that time, Tom Lusco was um, partnered with his father, Ed yeah. Roger, and that's where R-E-B comes from. R is Roger, E is Ed, and B is Bilkowski, a gentleman who passed since. Since then, Tom has solely bought the company from them. But back then, I started to work for Tom and his dad and on Hammetry at that time. And I uh, worked in the office. Back then, we had manual inventory cards. We typed up our invoices. And one day, somebody called and they needed a salesperson. Nobody was in the office. So I went out and I called on them, got the order, and that was my entree into sales. Wow. Um, not being a, there not being a lot of women in the industry back then, it was kind of scary, I think, for Tom and his father. And yeah. His dad wasn't really excited about it at first, but uh, then I ended up being his favorite. And since then, the story evolved. Um, since then, Tom has bought the company, and I have done industrial sales, I've done marketing, I've done record store sales, and you know, now I'm working as executive vice president, which is really exciting at this point in reps time because I've got to watch the company evolve and go from this very, very small core, small company to something that's large, growing, and exciting. So uh, along the way, (coughs) excuse me, along the way, uh, somewhere in, in the history, you guys move very directly into or not that you didn't have other business, but you move very much into a um, a record center, record storage orientation. When did that happen? Oh, well, let's say we were the first racking vendor with Prism. 
So I think that kind of would put a time frame on it. Um, I'm not quite, I think, do we just celebrate our 30, 35th anniversary with PRISM? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, um, so we've, we've been doing record storage for a while. Obviously, back then, it wasn't as large as our niche in the industry now. Um, back then, we did a, a lot of different things, and record storage was a small part. Since then, through the education and involvement in the industry, that part of our business has really grown. And we really feel that we are an intricate part of the business. We understand the business. We understand our customers and what they're trying to achieve. Yeah. Well, and it's it's quite evident that, that you are the, you know, the, in terms of the industry and the the involvement in the industry, it's it's incredible. It's a um, you, know, you you have been a longtime member. Not not only that, you're you're actually on the board of directors for Prism, a, as the vendor uh, liaison in the board. Is that that's correct, right? Correct. That is that is true. And Tom, it's not just only me. I mean, I have to tell you, I work with a great team. Yeah. I'm I'm really really proud of the people at Rub that I work with. Um, Tom Lesko, he's just a wonderful man and very well known in the industry. Our record center customers know him, and he's just been a great, great person to work with. Um, along with another name that everybody knows, Mike Bailey. Yeah. Um, Mike's known for his regulatory knowledge, and we are very, very proud to have him on board. Um, we have Bill Walton, who's been with the company a little, little bit longer than me. And I know a lot of you know him. <laughs> he was an early he was an early uh, part of the team too. <laughs> he was, and um, and yet you guys all look so young. What's up with that? I don't know. I got to tell you, <laughs> it's good, you know it's what? Good it's, water it's, in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you don't mind, I I'd like to tell you a little bit about our new team. Yeah, um, you, yeah, because we announced I think a couple of weeks ago that you have have a new team on board. So tell tell me a little bit about that. Well. Uh, as part of our reorg and growth, and I want to say reorg, reorg isn't due to economic issues. It's due to what we feel is economic growth. Okay. Um, we are, you know, we're, we're very pleased to say that we're still growing and yeah. we've been hiring. And we have a great, great new team of members that we've added to our existing. And they're not necessarily new people in the industry. They're actually seasoned veterans. Um, let me go ahead and start with Joe Onda and Ed Shedlock, yeah. um, part of our project management team. Ken McCann, an old face, coming back, heading up our dealer division. Hmm. Lori Pajala. Lori can assist, assist everyone with their Ally products to help their systems run more efficiently, economically, and operationally safe. Um, then we have, let's see, Jeff Howard. Jeff is just pretty well up. known in the industry. Yep, Jeff's been around for a while, and wow. we are very, very proud to say Jeff is located in our California office. He is going to be director of Western Region Sales, and a name that I know will all make everybody pop up in here, Joe Kane. Joe's been in the industry for a long time. Yeah. He comes to us with a lot of engineering and sales experience. We're really proud to have him on board. Wow, that's that's a uh, that that is quite the uh, roster of people that you've you've brought on board. Very cool. So it's it's really exciting for us, and we've been working 
with some consultants, a group called SCORE, based oh, yeah. out of Chicago. Yeah. Tom Lusko and I have been working with them now for a little over a year and a half, and they're working with us to restructure the whole format of the company. So we're ready to grow. We're ready to grow, and we're ready to go. Very and cool. Yeah, it is. It's oh, that's great exciting. news. That that's really cool. And uh, for you know, and and you know, honestly, we've talked about on the show the the industry has seen some some other players in it not do as well. So it's so cool to hear that that you guys are growing and going and you know making it happen. Um, so congratulations to to you and Tom and the team there. That's great. Thank you. So. Uh, Along with the big changes at Reb, as you've described, um, I, th- I think you have a unique perspective on an industry view. We, we've talked to you know people who are are people who run record centers, who run larger l- larger operations, um, and different types of vendors. But you have kind of a unique perspective, I think, on the industry and what's happening because you see it at a very uh, both at a entry level when people come into the industry, but you see it progressively as as they grow and as they experience growth with with racking uh, and systems orientation and even you know the allied products that you guys sell into the industry. But tell me some of the things that are happening from your perspective that you see in our industry in uh, you know in the growth as it relates to you know steel prices as it relates to what's happening at a you know at a or record center level in terms of rack purchasing? What, what are you seeing? What's going on? Well, um, you know, I'm still seeing startups. And startups aren't always necessarily the people who say, okay, I'm going to get into record storage today. We still see a few of those. Yeah. But a lot of these people are people who are actually doing record storage already, but they're doing it on a smaller capacity, okay. either in the moving and storage business or self-storage. And Yep, they're still around, and we're still getting calls. Those people are still moving forward. The existing people who are in the industry already, uh, we definitely are seeing the growth. If it wasn't for their growth, we wouldn't be having the growth we're having. Hmm. So there is definitely the growth. So no matter about the economy, the downslide as far as paper storage, whatever the rumors may be, there's still growth. You're You're seeing growth. Yes, we're busy, so there's growth. Um, steel prices, they're like gasoline. One day they're up, one day they're down. They can hold steady for two, three months. They can go up two, three days in a row. You know, it's, it's a commodity. Yeah. So, um, but I really believe that in a lot of ways, the way people are buying and what people are doing is changing. Standardization is getting to be huge in our industry, and it's a good thing. It okay. helps all of us. At all, it helps all of us maintain maintain who we are and what we're doing in this business. And standards help all of us. You know that's why we have Prism. We have you know everybody belongs to a group that is applying standards to our businesses to help our customers trust who they're doing business with. So by and, standards, just so I'm I'm clear, what kind of standards do do you mean by that? Is that the 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 typical standards for for rack layout? Is it for systems layout well, or or, or well, layout? Layout can be a, a lot of different things. Layout is going to be what makes you operationally efficient, right? And what is going to give you the maximum storage? Because that's what it's about. It's about revenue, and revenue yeah. is about maximum capacity. Um, but there are also Standards get into regulatory, so you know everybody is 
very familiar with um, order picker versus catwalk, open versus closed decking, yeah. you know, new products in the market that people are starting to standardize because of the 50% open, um, you know, products such as, you know, snap shelf, punch deck, wire decking, those are all products that help standardize where we oh, need to right. be. Okay. 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 Yeah. Um, safety. It seems that lately there's an extreme focus on safety audits, and therefore that leads us into a whole other business. You know, we've had a large part of our business within the last couple of years have to do with repairing damaged racks. Seriously? Yeah. Um, You know, people want to make sure their employees are safe. They want to make sure that those rack systems are safe. You know, maybe the larger company who has acquired a smaller company they, when, once they acquire it, they want to go in and they want to make sure it's safe for their employees who are going to be working in there. Systems who have been, that have been up for any longer than, you know, three to five years, let's face it, we have, you know, systems that have been up for 30, 35 yeah. years. Oh, yeah. People are going in, making sure that they are safe for their employees to either walk on catwalks, make sure beams are in place so we don't have any damage. Um, so you, you're actually going in then, and if they have, say, a, a an order picker has inadvertently hit a hit a rack and bent it a slight bit, you're actually going in and repairing that. Is that what you're doing? Exactly. Really? We go in. We're repairing uprights. We're repairing catwalk um, damage, which has to do with your bar grinding clips. Um, we're wow. adding things such as post protectors. We're replacing solid deck with open deck, and there's. There's just so many areas that we can go in and we can upgrade these systems and make them safer for their employees. That's well, so cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't know. I mean, I've, I've been around you for years, and I didn't know that repair was part of something you guys were doing. That's, that's so cool. Well, you know, systems are different. They're, system, they're different than what we designed 20 years ago. Yeah. And not only is it a safety function, but... It also adds to the actual over, overall cost and overall value of your business. Oh, okay. You know, um, say for, someday you want to sell that business. That system is going to have more value on it at that point. The person purchasing knows that it is safe and that it's upgraded within the industry standards. Yeah. So standardization is something that you're seeing more of. You're also seeing more in this whole area of safety, and so I, obviously you're responding to that. What, what other things are you seeing uh, from your perspective as you deal with both, you know, as you deal with the, the whole, you, you've also expanded to Europe now, so you're getting even a European feel. Correct. And, you know, it's, the European industry is very interesting. You know, we've gone through the explosion here. Yeah. Um, and it's really kind of exciting because the European market is heading into that explosion. Um, you know, everybody says there's a downturn because of the economy, yada, yada. But let's face it. We saw what this industry did in the United States. And yeah. you know what? Europe is following in, the, in those footsteps. And it's exciting. And the, the exciting thing about it is, is that we can bring our knowledge and our standardizations, what we've done in the U.S. into that European market and bring them up to where we are today so they don't have to operate under any less safe 
Right. That it's safety conditions than than what they are. Wow. Wow. So that's 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 probably um, pushing you to to even be better at what you're doing because if you know if if you're having to bring that into a brand new market, you're going to have to learn more about those marketplaces and figure that out even more. Correct. Yeah. And it, um, and it seems that there seems to be a trend. Many more cities in the U.S. right now are requiring that their systems are to be permitted. Really? Okay. And in the permitting process, that usually requires requires certified drawings and life safety reviews. So therefore, once again, when people are going in, they're reviewing their systems, making sure they're safe, making sure they're up to standard, making sure they're up to code. Wow. Wow. So a, a, a world it continues to evolve in that field, which is, you know, I, I, I was, I was, and I deal with this industry every day like you do, but I, I'm completely unaware of some of those those interesting evolutions that are happening so very cool no no wonder you're growing we are growing and you know the exciting thing about being an integrator in the business is that we have so many opportunities right we we don't sell frames and beams we sell systems we sell life safety programs to our customers through their racking systems we work with them as a partner to make sure they have an efficient but operationally safe system. And we know everything that's going into that system. Every piece of steel that is going into that system, we sell it to them so we know what it is. It's not just the frames and the beams. It's the decking, the stairways, the VRCs, the equipment that rolls on on the catwalk systems. It's the allied equipment that goes into the systems. So we are familiar with every piece of product that is in that system. Yeah, very cool. Wow. So um, you you have, like you said, you've been in this uh, this business a long time. And one of the questions that that intrigues me all the time is if you could go back and talk to that sort of um, late teeny teenage girl who walked into Reb Steel. 20 some odd years ago uh, what would you go back and tell her now based on what you know today you are one lucky woman to be untrained an industry like this and not only in the excitement of the industry but meeting the people and forming the friendships and relationships that you will be well, and that's that's so interesting that you say that because to me, if there's anyone who has relationships in this industry that run deep, it's you. Uh, I, I have I have always believed that uh, when I came into this industry 10, 10 12 years ago, uh, I remember the very first conference I attended, I figured out who the the major influencer was and the person who knew everybody, and and my gut instinct twelve years ago was that you were the one. So. Um, quite interesting that you say that because you know i just see so many people who have been impacted know you have experienced you know just who you are and um and you you have been a major influence on the industry so on behalf of the industry i want to thank you for being such a cool person in it and contributing so much well tom thank you and once again you know what it's the people i work with the people i'm surrounded by my customers, and my friends. Yeah. And it is just a really, really cool, cool, cool business. Yeah. I, 
I just got back from the ARMA conference, and, you know, it's just so neat to be able to see all these past people and people who have been in this business for years and years. And it's just like we're one big family. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I love about it. I could never have gotten this experience in any other industry. Yeah. No, I, no, I love the industry for that, too. It's one of the, the cool things about an industry that's not gargantuan. I mean, I realize this, this industry has a lot going on and there's lots of cool stuff, but it's not one of those industries where every city has 300 or 500 vendors in it. Uh, it's a small industry, and we do become very much, you know, like family over time. So, um, so way to go! Hey, you know, all of all of the interviews I do now, I I ask just a set of random questions. So let me ask you okay. just a quick set of random questions. Just answer sort of the first thing that comes to mind. If there is a perfect vehicle for Lori Palmer, what is it? A perfect vehicle. vehicle. Yeah, which. If you could have any vehicle in the world, money wasn't an object, which, what, what would you be driving every day? Uh-oh. Now you really are giving my age away. I was just telling everybody I'm having a midlife crisis here, so that's kind of a scary question. So you're 35. <laughs> Let's just put it this way. It would have something to do with a convertible. Oh, okay. So because a Bentley convertible. Goes, yeah. A yeah, Bentley well, convertible. A Bentley? I don't know about a Bentley. Okay. I, I, that's a little too pretentious. But a convertible. A convertible. Okay. If you had, uh, you know, if you hadn't have gotten into this industry and into this profession, is there any other one you would have liked to have attempted or might still attempt in the, you know, years ahead? Okay. Are you ready for that? Yeah, I'm ready. I was actually going to go to school to be an interior designer. Wow. And isn't it funny? Because in a lot of ways, I really am an interior designer. Yeah, just of a different space. Exactly. And you know what? Believe me, there's been times when people have asked me for some special color rack and some very unusual requests. Really? That's <laughs> yeah. funny. Uh, but but r rumor has it, and I don't know this for sure, but the, the, the interior decoration on your house is pretty cool, too. So. Well, thank you. <laughs> if you could have lunch with one person you've never met but greatly admire, who would it be? Oh boy! You know what? I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna resort back to something. Um, it would be my grandmother. Really? <laughs> yeah. You know what? She passed away oh about seven years ago, but she raised me um, for a lot of my life. And being older now, I would appreciate being with her. Yeah. And talking to her, I think more than I did 20 years ago. Yeah. And. There's still things that she used to say to me that come up almost every day in my life. Wow. And things that prove to be true in my life. And I would just, that would be a really cool thing. Would that be would be. To, yeah, yeah. 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 Very cool. Finally, uh, you know how many of us have bucket lists of the hundred things we want to do in our lifetime or, you know, the things that we want to accomplish before we leave this place. Um, what's your current priority? What's kind of sitting in front of you right now? The thing that you're, you're trying to check off that list. Right now, I am full force into getting Reb to the top of their game. Cool. I, I have really devoted, oh, 100% of me into Reb right now over the last year and a half. And I want to make it a well-oiled, fine-tuned machine. 
and I just think we're going to plow right through this industry. We've been a small, small business for many years, and the growth has been incredible these last couple years. And I am just excited to see where we may end out. Yeah. Well, very cool. Well, you know, time has flown by, and you have uh, you've given lots, lots of uh, perspective and lots of information. And Laurie, as always, uh, you are a pleasure to to be around, to know, to be a friend to. And thank you for being on the RimPro Report today. Continued success at, at Rev. I know so so many cool things are happening there, but continued success. And thanks again for being a part of the show today. Thanks, Tom. And you know what? You're one of the people. That's why I love this industry so much. Thanks a lot. All right. Have a great one. See ya. You too. Wow, there you have it. Another great show today. Thank you, Lori Palmer, for being a part of the show today. Uh, I appreciate your significant contribution to the industry, so I'm grateful for Lori being a part of the show today. And again, thank you for being a part of it. I appreciate it. And as I said earlier in the show, next week we're going to take a break. I'll miss you. I hope you miss us, but we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Have a great one. Do well. Enjoy Thanksgiving if you're celebrating it. And if you're in any other part of the world, I want to say this week, from our perspective here, uh, thank you for being a part of what we do here on the RimPro Report. Join us again in a couple of weeks. See you then. Bye. Thanks for joining us on the Rim Pro Report with Tom Adams. If you enjoyed the show, please tell others. Our website is www.rimproreport.com, where you can find show archives and a whole lot more. This broadcast is produced and hosted by Flores Press Incorporated. Join us again soon.